0: Welcome to Tales of Jovita, and you're listening to A Massage with Tim, Part 3. So when I woke up in the morning, I really believed that he was just going to cancel. I, I didn't think he was going to show, I mean, three days in a row, and all that time with me, I mean, me, little old me, I don't, I don't think he's going to show But I phoned in before I left to work and they told me that he had a credit card deposit and he was gonna be there. They confirmed his appointment last night. So I said, okay, I am gonna be there then. And I did again, I arrived early and that's just for me because I wanted to make sure I had everything ready so I have a smooth transition from each room. There's going to be different rooms and different areas of the spa that I'm going to be going to and from. And I wanted to make sure I had everything ready for his manicure, pedicure. I am really bad. I am probably the worst manicurist in the world. So I'm going to do my best to try not to screw things up. No polish, no gels, no acrylic. So hopefully I can get through it. And I had his mud warmed up. I made sure I had the Swiss shower room secured and i also made sure i had my copper bowl for my foot soap and the appropriate oils for the aromatherapy treatment i'm good i got this i got this i got this and i'm really nervous i am happy but i am nervous and again he shows up early so i just go ahead and clock in and i'm just gonna bring him back early this time when i went to go pick him up in the gentleman's lounge he gave me a hug A big, beautiful hug. Like, his long, lean arms just completely wrapped around me. Like, I felt like I was just going to disappear into his body. And I said, oh, my gosh. You know what? I'm just going to take a moment and breathe and enjoy this human being giving me this hug of gratitude. Nothing naughty, nothing nasty, just a beautiful hug of gratitude. I said, thank you. You ready for your treatments? He said, absolutely. So I brought him up to the manicure-pedicure room. And again, fortunately, it was slow. This is, you know, just slow for some strange reason. And we had the room to ourselves. So I sat him up for his pedicure first. Now the pedicure seats, the guest is way up high. And the technician is way down below. So if you're not careful while they're in their robes, Yes, yeah, sometimes get a little glimpse of something you did not in- intend to have a glimpse of. So he was just so excited for his pedicure and he just hopped up there and he, he was in his robe and he wasn't thinking and it had his legs nice and spread. And I was like, oh, no, Bojangles, and the Bojangles just right, right in my face. I'm like, oh, Bojangles. And you got to look at me, like, what? I, I just put both hands on his outer knees and I pulled his knees together I said hold on i'll be right back he went oh oh like he was embarrassed he's like oh the good looking man actually gets embarrassed so he kind of sitting with his knees together kind of looking around and i grabbed a great big towel and i put it over his lap with a pillow so he can rest his forearms on it on his lap and this way he can just let his legs fly open Everything's covered, and I'm not going to see a thing. No bojangles. So he was like, oh, he said, I did not do that on purpose. I said, I know you didn't. It's good. It's fine. We got this. So while I was giving him his pedicure, he was just kind of looking down at me and smiling. And you know what really surprised me during the whole entire time I had him? He not once looked at his phone. Talk about a rare pleasure. This man did not look at his phone. He did not check his text messages. He did not check the internet. He did nothing. Matter of fact, I think he kept his phone in the room because I never even saw him with it. So normally when they're getting pedicures, they're on their phone the whole time. But not Mr. Timothy Banks. He did not have a phone, and he just kind of looked down at me while I was working. And he said, you deserve so much better than this. So excuse me? I, I love my job. I love what I do. I love where I am as far as working. He goes, no, you should not have to sit down there and work on somebody's feet. I said, well, it's my pleasure, Mr. Banks. Okay, what did I tell you to call me, he said? him It is my pleasure to him. <clears throat> so as I was scrubbing his feet and filing down his nails, he was like, you know you're hitting some pressure points on me that I never knew I had." <laughs> I said well that's good. That, that's a good thing. It didn't take long to do his perform the pedicure. So then I moved him over for the manicure and he got really little flirty doing the manicure. Because we're like face-to-face because I'm having like the lean in to see because the lighting in the room is horrible. So I'm kind of leaning in, and I've got his hands in my hands, and I'm buffing, and I'm pushing back cuticle, and he's like. (laughs) I said, Mr. Banks. What did I tell you? Okay, Tim, Tim, why are you laughing at me? He said, if you were to be anywhere right now, where would you really want to be? Said, well, someplace not that far that is beautiful. I would love to be in Maine. Said Maine. What's in Maine? <laughs> What's not in Maine? First of all, Mount Desert Island is just spectacular. And to watch there's just nothing like watching the sunrise on the top of Cadillac Mountain when it's chilly out and you have a blanket over you and you're just sitting there and you're watching. I mean, how can a tear not form? It's beautiful. It's beyond beautiful. It's it's breathtaking. It's, it's just, it captures your imagination. How can you not like Maine? He said, I've never been to Maine. Like, well, maybe before you go home, maybe you can fly into Maine and stay for a day or two and then take a flight out of Boston back to the UK. I was like, maybe I will do that. So I think you should. Maine is a beautiful state. And you could tell I was getting a little a little nostalgic because tears started forming in my eye because I really miss Maine. I miss Maine a lot. <laughs> so I give him his hand massage, I push his cuticles back, and he's just smiling at me. And every time I kind of look up at his eyes and he gives me a big old ear-to-ear Cheshire Cat grin, I like take my nail file and I hit the back of his hand. and like, Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> and he laughs. So then after we're done, I check to see if he needs the loo. He said, no, I'm fine. So I move him to the Swiss shower room. Now I have his mud all nice and warm. So after I walk him through the drill, which he's already been through, about getting on the table, I have everything I down. I need down for the wrap, I hold. I help him out of his robe, and I hold it up, and he lays face down underneath the cover, I do the minimum draping afterwards, and then we turn him over, and then I just pour the mud, and when I'm pouring the mud, it's just falling perfectly down along the contours of his legs, <laughs> Just, wow. <laughs> so head to toe with the mud, and I wrap him up, and I put the eye pillow on, I dim the lights, and I said, now is your time to rest. This is your time, this is about you. He said, I don't wanna rest. Well, you don't have a choice, you're wrapped up, like a c- cocoon, like you're cocooned, you have no choice, you can't go anywhere. You have to rest. And then he tilted his head, and the eye pillow went flying. <laughs> he googly-eyed me, and he said, no, I want to talk. I said, okay. <laughs> and he's looking at my hands, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Look at the hands. They don't even see a tan mark. They know I'm not married. But he didn't ask. He just just looked at my hands. He not once asked and he just said, well, tell me about you. I said, what's there to tell you? I am an old crone. I'm an old hag. He's like, Why do you say that? Because I am. And I'm okay with it. I'm in Florida. I am in the land of the weenie queens and the bikini babes. The land of the women with the perfect breast implants, with the six-pack abs, and the Brazilian butt lift with Botox. <laughs> the women here Put a lot of time and a lot of money into themselves, and they're gorgeous. I am just roll out of bed, brush my hair, and walk on in. <laughs> it's like, but that's what makes you unique. You should come to the UK. They would absolutely love you. I kind of laughed. I said, "I don't know." I said, "My family is though from Somerset." And I've got the exact towns where they're from in the area. He said, really? You do genealogy? Oh, yeah. For over 20 years. Took me a while, but my family comes from there. The other side comes from Scotland, but the rest of them all pretty much come from the same town. In England, I would fly into Bristol, get a car rental, and just see where they lived and walk in their steps. He's like, well, why don't you? I said, right now, I don't have the funds. It's just not practical as much as I would love to. And you could see his like, <laughs> his mind was kind of going, and I was like, okay. <laughs> it's a dream, okay? Say no more. So enough. What are we going to have for lunch? Oh, I have a perfect lunch planned for you. After you get me out of this cocoon, I'm going to make sure you have a really good lunch. I said, "Okay, but I can't have too big of a lunch because I'm still working and I can't have the pucker factor kick in." He went, "The pucker factor? Yes, it's when you eat too much lunch and it hits you in the middle of a service and you got to pucker to hold it in the whole time." He's like, "I've never heard the pucker factor." I'm like, "Well, that's okay." <laughs> It's probably too much information for you. He said, okay, that's fine. No bugger factor, but there's still options. I said, okay. He goes, can you have a glass of wine? No. And he'd tell you I don't drink wine. What do you mean you don't drink wine? I said, I just don't drink. Long story. He goes, you know what? I'm not going to pry. I'm just going to enjoy my time with you. I said, thank you. So I unwrapped him. And I got the Swiss shower ready. Now if you haven't been in a Swiss shower before, a Swiss shower has around five, 10, 15 to 20 shower heads on the wall. And then you have a big waterfall shower head on top. Now your tall gentleman really enjoy this. And he is a tall gentleman. So he I can tell he's gonna enjoy this. So. I was turning on the water to warm it up, and while the door was open, there was one row of shower heads, that I usually have them turn on once the door is closed, and I accidentally turned it on, and the water just shot me in the face and my whole body. I was so wet, and he's like dying. He's dying. He's trying to keep from laughing, and I'm beyond humiliated. I'm so humiliated, but that's okay. You know what? I make a buffoon out of myself all the time, so... I went ahead and just turned it off. And I told him, you just got to turn that on when you get in the shower, and he said, I will do that. I held the towel up in front of me, and as he got up and when I heard the door close, I said, you're in the shower? He said, yes, I dropped the towel because I can't see him while he's in the shower. And I got the room ready for his next treatment. But I didn't have to be in too much of a hurry because we were gonna have lunch right afterwards. So after he washed off all the mud and I heard him in the shower going, this is fantastic, this is great. I've gotta get me one of these. I said, yes you do. You gotta buy yourself a Swiss shower. I'm putting it on the water as soon as I get home. Bathroom remodeling. I thought you remodel that bathroom, yeah. So after he got out, Um, again, I held the towel in front of me, he got down on the ground, and I made sure he had a nice layer of aromatherapy oil on him, put him back in his robe again, and we went up to the balcony and had a beautiful lunch, ready and sitting for us. Now granted, security's like walking back and forth, looking up at us, like, I'm not going to do anything stupid, I'm not an idiot, I'm going to enjoy my lunch with my gentleman. But while he was talking, he lifted his arm up to put his napkin in his lap, and I flinched. And normally that sparks conversation when I do that, but he didn't ask. He just said "I thought to himself, oh, like he knew something was up. This man was able to read me. And when I said I didn't drink, he didn't ask me a gazillion questions, like most people do. He just left it alone. Like, okay, you don't drink, how about ginger ale? Perfect. So we had just amazing lunch, and after we were done, I escorted him back downstairs for the last treatments, the aromatherapy massage, and the foot treatment, foot reflexology treatment. I gave him the oils, I I told him to go ahead and smell which one he likes the best, because that's the one I'm gonna use. This treatment's a little different. It's not like your normal massage. I'm gonna be working along the meridians. I'm gonna be doing a lot of pressure points and press and and holds. He said, I trust you. Why does this man keep saying this to me? Because now I'm starting to get a little teary-eyed, because I know that after today, he's gone. I'm never gonna see him again. I'm having the time of my life with this man and I'm never gonna see him again. So I just made sure I gave him the best treatment. I made sure he would breathe slowly, inhale the aroma. I paid very close attention to his body language. I looked for trigger points and I just kind of make sure he has the best treatment he's ever had. Because that was my goal. The man has spent so much time with me, I want him to walk away saying, I'm the best spa therapist he ever had. After we were done, I sat him up. We soaked his feet in the bowl. He rubbed his feet on the marbles, which felt really good for the reflexology position points. And I started performing reflexology on his feet. And now, the man like about fell asleep. <laughs> I think he had just had so many spa treatments. I think I just kind of triggered his sleep zone treatment. <laughs> so he um pretty much slept through that. So not a lot of dialogue. But that's okay because with it, while his eyes were closed, <laughs> I was, like, tearing up. I was crying because I knew I'd never see him again. But I will always have complete gratitude. He was amazing. He was absolutely amazing. Amazing is not even the word. He was spectacular. So after we were done, I walked him up front and I thanked him. I thanked him so much. He slid me $500. I said, Mr. I Banks, what did I tell you to call me? Tim, you don't have to. Gratuity is included. He said, no, you're worth more than this. And I just told him, thank you. We really need the money right now, so it will help. And then he looked at me and said, why don't you let me take you to Maine tomorrow? I said, excuse me? He goes, no, let me rephrase that. I'm taking you to Maine tomorrow. And the spa director heard it. The spa supervisor heard it. And they both said at the same time, we'll cover your schedule. And I just thought, why not go to Maine? I don't know this man, but I've spent an intimate amount of hours with him with no interruptions. He's been off his cell phone. He's engaging me in conversation. Why not? You know what? F it. I'm going to Maine. I am leaving to Maine tomorrow. Tomorrow.